Hey, hey. Two years ago, I was in Spain, in Madrid. And I had a very weird time in Spain. I was growing my hair at the time. I didn't have any money at all. <laughs> like enough to pay for my apartment, which my cousin was sending me money for. And I used to eat so much garlic. And I used to put so much garlic in whenever I cooked. Because I felt like like it was just recently out of when I came out of cancer and like started feeling somewhat energetic again. So I felt like I had this constant fear of, of maybe getting it again. So I felt like I had to eat a lot of garlic and a lot of ginger and make a lot of uh, ginger shots so that I wouldn't get sick again. And like, but you know, like you have, I don't know what it's called, like a clove of garlic. Uh, and like the entire garlic thing, you know, I would put the entire the entire thing, not just like a piece of it, where you pull out one clove and you do that. No, I'd put like the seven or eight <laughs> together, and you know, I was always telling myself, oh, I wonder why I don't have any energy. I was trying to cook in bulk, but I wasn't. Just, I was just wasn't eating the right thing. I was just like cooking a lot of pasta with with a lot of vegetables and cheese and putting it in the fridge and eating it over four days. And eating a lot of it because I thought if I eat more of it, then I'd have energy. But no, I was eating it. My stomach doesn't like pasta. I've always known that, you know, and I think we all know the things we eat that just put us in a worse state. It's, it's, it's subtle, you know, it's a very subtle feeling. But, you know, I, anyways, I knew it. Um, but I still ate a lot of it and, and I was just in bed. I wasn't in bed in Madrid all the time, but like uh, there was this phase where I got really sick and I couldn't get out of bed and I was just in bed all the time, sweating a lot and just like I was living in this apartment that was a fucking mess. It was a really, really old apartment, so everything was wood, but it felt like everything was going to break. The kitchen, just like uh, the utensils, the plates, everything felt like however much you cleaned anything it just always felt dirty that's the type of place it was my room felt like an antique room like the type of room your grandmother might have uh, if she was growing in a rural village and used to save a lot of money under her bed um, but it was an interesting time I lived close to the royal palace in Spain in Madrid and I was always going out and, and seeing uh, nature and, and it was always sunny in Madrid which was nice but I was always trying to connect over there like trying to make friends trying to I had Johannes and Jan and Jan had a girlfriend and um, we had a couple of other friends like Dennis but uh, generally I was really lonely you know I, I felt that like even though I was seeing Johannes almost every day I'm the type that wants to see a lot of people every day. In this quarantine, all I'm seeing is my roommates and the people I work with over, you know, video calls. But uh, I'll, like working from home is something. But but my roommate's going to he's gone to Belgium right now. I don't know why. I don't know if he's going to be able to come back if they're going to stop trains or anything like that within the next two months. 
but he just felt like he was trapped. He was like, man, I, I feel like I'm, I'm a bit trapped in Berlin and I want to just go see a friend of mine in Belgium. I'm like, man, do your thing. We did a round of sparring. We fought. Um, I kicked him. He kicked me in his like room. So it was a small room. He just jumped midair all of a sudden and just like kicked me in the chest and then landed on his arms and legs again. And I, like, I saw it coming, you know, I saw him, oh, he's jumping, oh, he's kicking me while he's jumping. And I walked back and I, I hit the wall behind me, like, I wasn't hurt, but I, I could have dodged it. But at the same time, I just, we've been, we're sparring in a small room and we're not really hurting, like, we're, we're punching each other and we're kicking each other, but, like, we know, like, we're not going to hurt each other. But then, you know, he just does that and I'm like, oh, shit. But this is what I'm talking about, like, from this perspective of fighting. I want to be... I saw it happening, you know? And and just having the space of mind to see things happen as they happen without the preconception of it having to be done in a certain way and to react appropriately before any damage is done. So I could have just dodged and, and kicked him, kicked his other foot while it's in the air and completely fucked his balance and had him drop and I would have had nothing happen to me. Um, but see, that, that that's like a stage. I, I feel like there's no reason I can't get to that if I get to like a very solid state of awareness, you know? Um, maybe I'm being delusional, man, but I <laughs> I don't care, you know? If, as long as I'm alive, I feel like I can be one, like a very good fighter. Um, and I want to have that resilience, you know? I want to have that um, strength to carry weight and responsibility. And I actually put weights in my bag, my backpack. We, I like, uh, ever since I moved into this apartment, there have been weights in my roommate's room that have just been thrown in the corner and we never really used them. And I was like, why not put them in a bag and just do pull-ups? And I put like 7.5 kilograms and I started doing pull-ups. I'm like, yes, it's exactly what I've been looking for. Um, a part of me feels like I just need to be pushed in, in, in the right way for me to like, grow very, very well. And there's the part that wants to wait till I get the opportunity to to be able to train in that right way or to practice or learn in that right way. And then there's the part of me that's like, just do whatever you can now, you know, because that time might come or might, might never come. You know, I might be able within the next four years to go somewhere and just fight there for two, three years or two years or one year or six months, man. But uh, that might happen, that might not happen. That's something I would want to do. But uh, right now my roommate knows how to fight. He did Muay Thai for five years and he has that instinct too. And like he, I stand and he kicks me and then he stands and then I kick him. We train our kicks, our shins, and we, we know how to take damage. Uh, so far, he can take way more damage than I can. But whatever, you know. Um, just need to get punched more. We don't punch each other in the face, though, so that's something. But I hope he's able to come back. And It feels like in times like this where things take a massive turn, you know, no, no one expected the economic system and everything to just stop all of a sudden and the world to go on pause. And there's a lot of repercussions for that, you know, economic, um, social, everyone's interacting online. There's a lot of opportunity, you know, there's a lot of chance for things to, to happen in a crazy way. Um, 
I don't see the need for everything to be so economically dependent. You know, we we see econ- economy as the layer that everything else depends on, but rather everything, economy is depending on everything else. I, I see it that way, at least to some degree. If we just play and tweak our system a little bit different, and we've proven that we can act different as a society by going into into a global quarantine at this level this quickly, we've proven we can take quick decisive action. I just want to see us do it the right way. So in this case, there's a lot of opportunity, you know, like I talked, um, some guy I've, I've been following online was like, okay, guys, let's just fucking talk online. And he put a call on and like 50 people joined the call and he talked for an hour and answered some questions and, and just, he was genuine, nice to listen to and talk to. But um, like, how beautiful is that, you know, to let people express themselves that way. There's a lot of tr- online training happening right now, live sessions of yoga, of, of whatever, man, uh, calisthenics, um, some types of uh, high intensity interval training. But uh, what I'm really liking is that because we're all not moving as much, but we're still internally moving a lot within our own homes, it's a matter of improving our our living space and area. And we're, our waste, our, our, the oil that we're burning and the movement and the noise that's happening and our effect on the world around us, uh, where our waste is going, what we throw on the ground, all of that stuff is decreased you know and i think that's nice we're giving earth the chance to breathe so what's happened is uh, um, people in china abuse animals in a very fucked up way you know they skin them and they eat them and like there's there's a lot of abuse to animals that just don't need to be abused Uh, you know chickens and and cows it's not right but you know it's uh, it, it is what it is i i don't think the way that we treat uh, our food is, is right in any sense. We need to eat and cook consciously and, and be conscious about uh, what we take into our bodies. And that really changes so much. Like even today, like I was saying, I was I was eating, you know, a lot of noodles back in Madrid with, with vegetables and trying to, and like chicken, trying to, to fill myself up because I always believed I had low energy. And today I just got myself 500 grams of, of meat. Um... That's just cut into tiny pieces of beef. So it's like steak, but just tiny chunks. And I cooked it with some duck fat, actually. Uh, Onion and and tomato. And I ate that with bread and a bit of olive oil on top. And it was amazing. And I just ate an an apple like two hours, three hours before that. And that was as much protein, carbs and, and fat that I needed in my system. And I felt so full, clear, and energetic the entire day afterwards. I I can't even describe it. So how, if we just change how we eat, you know, a lot of, maybe sometimes you're dependent on what your mom cooks, what your partner eats, what all, but like you can take control of that, you know, you can sit down and be like, I want to start, I want to try these recipes and see how they affect me. But then just trust that you... Like you need to cut a lot of things out before you can start knowing what's what's good for you or not. Like I cut out all of all sweets and candy the past like five days, and I felt f- fucking great. Uh, I had a I had a sugar crash like a while back because like at work everyone keeps getting candy for everyone, and it's so hard not to keep eating it when you're when you're when you have work to do and you just wanna, you know, feel good about it. Cause like dopamine, eating is a very heavy dopamine intensive thing. 
like eating is such a good reward it's, it's like the reward so it's easy to fall down that trap but believe me you can go three weeks without eating you'll stay alive but uh we we believe that if i don't eat now my life is ruined you know it really feels that way and it feels so so intense and so permanent that we just have to eat a lot of, but like you don't you don't have to you really just don't have to it's fine But anyways, the point that I was trying to get to with all of this is that like, there's a lot of opportunity happening right now for things to change in a very good way. I'm going to use this opportunity to, to write, obviously, a lot more and, and do that. There's the option of me speaking online in front of crowds of people, which I wouldn't mind doing. But at the same time, a part of me is telling me not to. You know, A part of me is like... I could think, you know, like right now when I paused for a second, a few flashes of thought entered my head. One of them was uh, when I heard this guy talk the other day, he was talking about sex, right? He's um, he's a guy that practiced a lot of... He he has like a good genuine vibe, like a vibe that I relate to. Um, very together as a person and just honest about everything. He talked about how he trained in tantric sex and how he how we are preconditioned to think of sexual energy as something wrong when sexual energy is in fact the longest existing energy let's say that's been around it's everything that we are we're a product of that for from generations of recreation that we can't even imagine and visualize and then we have that energy inside of us in a way that we limit misunderstand and abuse and whenever we think of sex we think of it in, in our genitals immediately like it's it's co concentrated and, and trapped in that but no it's our entire being is that you know when you see an attractive person and you feel light and you feel this fire somehow this burn that doesn't doesn't feel like it's burning but rather makes you feel lightheaded it makes you feel numb to pain but pleased and blissful at the same time i don't know um but the point is, is is that's that's not something you're feeling in in your testicles you know or genitals it's something you feel in your entire being how you are how you think how you act your entire body is a sexual organ not just your 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 genitals and he's just telling you to love all of yourself, even as you masturbate, even as you whatever, do that. But see, like, he's he's really practiced in this, you know, he's really, he's like at least 30 something. Um, he had training in it and whatnot. Like, what do I have training in? I'm just a dude that's alive. And I think a lot and I, I analyze a lot and I reflect a lot and I try my best and whatnot. But did I, do I ever, do I really, 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 really know something? You know, I, I do think I know the universe you know, or trying to know the universe. You know, I don't know it, but I feel it. I experience it on a daily basis and I try to articulate it. Um, but, you know, I could try to speak online with a group of people and I could, but, but generally, like I said, I don't want to be a guru. I don't want to sit there, stand there in front of people and tell them, how to live their lives or how to think. I genuinely don't want to do that. I could stand up and talk about my company, talk about uh, our process, our 
uh, how how we should invest or or whatever. Like I can give a lecture in front of people, you know, like it's something I can do, and I think I can do very very well. Um, I can give a presentation, I can do all of that, but just somehow doing like thinking about going online, posting somewhere. That, okay, I'm gonna t- let's talk, guys, and then start talking in front of them. It doesn't feel like the right time or place. So that's something I want to avoid doing now, even though it seems like it's becoming more relevant and more, I could, I could regret this, you know, be like, yeah, I could have capitalized on an opportunity, but, but like, it just doesn't feel right. Um, the other thing, you know, so it was a matter of age, experience, uh, having an already existing community that you can talk to, um, I'm going to record more podcasts with people during the next two weeks because, you know, everyone's at home, so why the fuck not? <laughs> this seems like the right time to catch up with people and have it recorded and, and be able to listen to it again uh, later on. Um, yeah. We have a frisbee in the house now, so that's awesome. A frisbee that that's like empty in the middle. That's super cool. Uh, I'm reading a lot. I'm uh, reading a German book, so it's really helping my German. It's a criminal uh, series, and it's very realistic. And it's all you know conversations about people, what they're doing, and then like the guy, he's an investigator, so he's looking at body language and saying, "Okay, I feel like he's lying." because he moved his eyes here and so it's like very specific with how he describes movement emotion and and they're trying to solve the damn case and it's very like well paced and very well written so it's very it's been very good for my german i feel Uh, i want to read more of that type of uh, work i do want to read something that just shifts how i think in a very very real way um but i'm not sure what to get into you know so i'll just stick to improving my german for now but otherwise, I had this idea a while back, maybe I, I don't know if it's worth talking about, but I thought of a new way we could communicate online by having something like a 2D canvas that's white and everyone is a dot and you can move that dot around and the closer you are to other dots, the louder their voices and the further you are to, from the dots, the lower their voices. So you can have 200 people in a room and they can all move around and talk to each other. But to make it easier, you have different channels within the same room. So if us three, we want privacy, we can just go to a sub-level in the channel and then um, be by ourselves. And if someone wants to, it's like one room with different layers and you just go on, on whatever layer you want. And every layer has people that can talk. And some layers you would need maybe some type of invitation to join. Others you just join. And you just go and you talk to people or you don't. But generally, I think that that's just like an easier way to just go sift through a lot of people, talk to them and um, create a different type of community. But like, see, that's an opportunity that like I thought about this four years ago. If it existed right now, it would have been sick. But how do I even begin going about building this if I wanted to, you know, look at my situation. I'm working eight hours a day and then I'm writing or trying to upload the online courses the rest of the day or reading. Um, I don't have any coding skills. How can I create this, have it done, and then market it to people, you know, to 
to actual people who would use it. Like, how would I let them know about it? And how would I convince them to use it? So I'm thinking about that now. I think it's a it's a sick idea. I don't I don't think anything like this exists. But there's similar things, obviously, but nothing that simple and that effective. Um, and free. It doesn't have to cost anything. So yeah, I just decided to record this on my phone because process of pulling out the laptop and the microphone and putting them and opening an application and I just wanted to talk and just talk and I'm talking. Um, I think more often I'm, I'm going to be, um, I feel it coming, you know, a writing craze that's going to happen, me writing more. So I think I'm just going to record myself writing more often in general. With that, I love you guys. Love yourselves. Express your emotions in the way that you need to. Detach from the things you don't need to attach to. Know what you want. Know why you're doing what you're doing. Because most of what we do is, is based off of nothing that's not lasting and not going to change anything. Um, so there's no reason to hate. There's no reason to shout. There's no reason to hurt. Let's just uh, see more what matters to each one of us and, and love. That's my message for today. Peace. Oh yeah, I wanted to mention, right, that it's funny how this virus stems from a bad method of consumption, how we're consuming incorrectly with animals and whatnot. And then it's reflected into everything taking a break with movement and us slowing down, but also finding alternative ways to keep moving online. And it's like a chance for the world to breathe from the world. So no matter what we think about balance is that balance is exactly always moving towards balance. Even if it's in balance or out of balance, it's it's in that process. And we're a part of that. And I think it's nice that the world gets to breathe a bit. Just see what happens and what comes out of it. <laughs>